Yo, yo, yo. I am back. We here. We back at it. We bigger. We blacker than ever. The brothers, the sisters, the family. What's going on? I'm back here to talk to y'all. <clears throat> um. So today I'm going to hop straight into it. Um, y'all know the last couple months, um, well, the last year, going on a year, you know, it's been the stop the Asian hate campaign and all these other type of things. Um, so, you know, in the aftermath of Joe Rogan, there's a lot of coons defending Joe Rogan. Um, and like I said, man, Joe Rogan and Joe Biden to me are two different people because one holds political power. The other one is just he's he's a white supremacist. They when I say they're different, meaning one holds political power. That's what I mean. If anybody got it twisted. But I don't defend Joe Rogan. And I damn sure don't defend Joe Jim Crow Joe Biden. But anyway, back to this Asian hate thing. Um so today I wanted to discuss a lady by the name of <clears throat> Hold on. A lady by the name of Melissa Chen. So Melissa Chen, I guess, is friends with Joe Rogan. Um, so she said, and I quote, Yes, I will die on this hill. You cannot be authenticity. You cannot. She said B. I'm guessing she meant by. You cannot buy authenticity and love. The reason people love Joe Rogan is because of the conversations he has on his podcast reflect the conversations that people have in real life. So I'm going to stop it there. So. Joe Rogan is having conversations and calling niggas. He calling people niggers. <clears throat> he calling people niggers, and he's calling people niggas. But it's it, it was took out of context. You need context. So she says. These are the conversations people have in real life. So the conversations about niggers is how y'all really talk behind closed doors. Now, y'all want to say it publicly. But it's always stop Asian hate. You can't say nothing about Asians. And as soon as you say something about Asians, you're in trouble. You're losing stuff. They got these planned attacks against these people. So, listen, man. tired of these people, bro. Um, I'm tired of these people, brother. And the reason I'm tired of them is because they try to make excuses. When it's black people, it's always an excuse. Just like John Gruden, it was an excuse. With Stephen A. Smith, oh, well, John Gruden wasn't employed by the NFL, so he shouldn't get in trouble. It wasn't only until he started talking about gay people and women, other minority groups. And I'm going to do a podcast on that probably in a couple of days. 
I'm going to take a break. I didn't hit y'all with this fire for three straight days. Just joking. But it's always an excuse for black, for people to be bigot, bigot, bigots. Excuse me. I clear my throat. It's always an excuse for people to be bigots towards black people and to be racist towards black people and to say their slurs towards black people. It's always an excuse. And you got these Negroes coming out defending Joe Rogan. Oh, that's a good brother. And I'm like, yo, come on, man. Y'all niggas is... These niggas be wildin', man. And because you have a relationship with this man doesn't mean that you cannot call him out. If you his friend, you need to put him in his goddamn place. Put him in his place and let him know that shit ain't cool and you shouldn't be using it. We got Boyce Watkins and his little chubby head, acorn eating ass, squirrel ass nigga, them fake ass veneers in his mouth. <clears throat> we got that nigga out here. Well, Joe Rogan is a corporate attack on Joe Rogan. <laughs> What you mean a corporate attack on them? Because nobody said anything about Spotify and and, and the rappers that's on there with their music using the N-word. I'm like, yo, man, y'all compare apples to oranges. It's not a good analogy. So all the violence that's going on in the streets, I can blame movies, right? Or are we blaming the music? There's been movies being misogynistic to women for years, but black men make artists, black men that are artists make music that way. And I'm not saying it's right, but at the end of the day, it's not real life. It's their art. So it's like porn. We don't talk. People ain't talking about how misogynistic porn is. They don't bring it up. They don't bring the reason why maybe somebody misogynistic towards women is because they watch porn all their life. No, it's because they're listening to rappers. That sounds stupid, man. He's not racist, but he said, yeah, man, we really... He, he, he Joe Rogan came up with a goddamn joke talking about, yeah, um, I was we, we were smoking and we got dropped off in the middle of Philadelphia. I don't know exactly where we were, <laughs> but when I got out and see all those black people, it looked like Africa. Like, come on, bro. What the fuck is you talking about, man? <clears throat> the thing about it is, listen, man. I'm not mad at these people. That's their platform. They do what they want to do. We need to have our own stuff. And from now on, I'm going to try to switch everything up, man. I'm going to hop on my laptop and I'm going to do what I said I was going to do like a year ago. I'm going to take this thing to Patreon, man. And um, it'll cost people like $2 a month. They can pay there. And I'd rather be on Patreon than to be I'd rather be on Patreon than to be on uh to be on here because this is Spotify's platform and I just think that they they're making not not saying they shouldn't get rid of them because those clips wasn't from Spotify it's is it to me you can't censor people but then again I'm not for 
making excuses. If he's racist, let him be racist. Don Imus was racist. A lot of them people, they're racist. A lot of them people is racist. So, um, look at Howard Stern in his early days. Races on there. And <clears throat> like I said, with with them type of dudes, you know, they they wasn't censored. So they've been around for years. Um, Bill O'Reilly, all them type of dudes, man. So <clears throat> it's no sense in, in censoring these people now. My thing is, let them rock out because then they'll try to censor people that we listen to. They already censored one person, like I was saying yesterday. <clears throat> but we need to be very careful because the people that we listen to or the people, you know, the people that we follow and we love what they say and follow their words. They'll get censored, too. So we have to be very wary of that. So. We have to be careful. We got to be careful. We got to be very careful. better be very careful when you're doing these type of things and you want people like we we have to stop that the first thing the liberals do we gotta say no you cannot censor him because that stops all the black voices from talking so no we can't censor these people but we can call their asses out for the stuff that they do We could call these fools out and let them know, like, listen, man, we not dealing with this bullshit. We can call them out, you know what I'm saying? So this is, it is what it is when it comes to Joe Rogan. But back to Melissa Chen, I had got off track a little bit. So y'all heard what I said earlier, so I'm going to start from where she said, for starters, the format it's long and searching and not set up <clears throat> in pre-canned segments where guests have at most minutes to make a sound bite. He chooses who he's interested in and they really run the gamut from ex Navy SEALs to political dissidents exiled in Russia to literally just nobody like me. He questions are free from the kind of corporatized political establishment bias. That shit is contrived and people can smell it, but it's all we got from legacy. Mainstream news sources. 
That's not how people speak or learn about the world. That's why Joe has 50 million views per episode versus CNN's. Top news shows, which get 400K views, being humble in search of truth and disarmingly funny in the process is an approach that appeals to everyday person. He said things over the last 12 years and thousands and thousands of hours that might be inappropriate today. Sure, who hasn't? So here we go again. This is an Asian lady making an excuse for a white person, which is why I call them honorary white supremacists. They make excuses, but they want you to stop Asian hate, but they're showing their vitriol towards black people, which we call today anti-black racism. Excuse me if I was covering the the bottom of it. So this is an excuse. Oh, everybody said things over the last 10 plus years, blah, blah, blah. Another excuse. Do we see evidence of racism in conversations or do we need a manipulative, dishonest, edited video to make the charge? What's Joe's arc? Does he show signs over the years of adapting to the new social mores? As his friends will no doubt attest, Joe does not have a racist bone in his body. Here we go. The Oh, I got black friends and I work with a bunch of black people. And here we go. This, this is the this is the narrative that they push. This is the narrative that they push. I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of these people and these dumbass narratives that they pushing. Oh, I can't be racist because I have black friends. They said Dylan Roof wasn't racist because he used to be with a black boy. Come on, man. These people that make excuses for Joe Rogan are trying to climb the corporate ladder. And like I said, my biggest problem with these Negroes that try to defend him is they're making excuses for him to say that word because of music. So I'm making an excuse for all the violence in the streets, for all the violent movies we've seen over the years. That's my excuse for the violence in the streets. And it was just like going on 15 years ago when, when Don Imus... Got in trouble for calling the Rutgers basketball team a bunch of nappy-headed hoes. Well, it's in the music. He can listen to the music. Come on, man. They always blaming music. Come on with the bull crap. Come on with the bull crap, man. Stop.
Stop the BS, man. So, that's my excuse for all the violence in the streets is the movies and the drugs, the drug movies like Godfather. That's my that's my excuse for the violence in the streets is those movies. That's 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 my excuse for everything. And I want to see how that flies. <clears throat> I want to see how that flies with people. You feel me? Like, I want to see how that sounds to people and how dumb it sounds. One does not equate the other, bro. So, um, yeah, so, you know, back to this, Joe Rogan does not have a racist bone in his body. He's being defamed while they throw the kitchen sink at him. First, they try to get him for the vid misinformation laying the probable cause of thousands of deaths at his feet that didn't work and that i do agree i agree to a certain extent like stop trying to make it seem like these people influence everybody which they don't people have a choice to make and it's their choice to make we have to stop this stuff they sat him down because he said something and they say he's spreading misinformation people are going to do what they want to do that's why you have the freedom of will leave people alone when it comes to that Next, they try to accuse him of racism. And if this doesn't work, it will be misogyny, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, etc. What those in power loathe is the most is only a provider of narrative that cannot control but the JRE. Through organic support and love is increasingly able to dictate the news agenda. He has disrupted the hold that corporate power players and political leaders have on public opinion. What of all this is a smear campaign of a good man? It's something I can confidently say. And if you don't stand up for him, there will be no more disruptors. I stand with Joe. So this is Melissa Chain. <laughs> so what she said was a nothing burger. What she just gave everybody was a bunch of nonsense for somebody to spew anti-black racism. That's all that was. <clears throat> it was an excuse for people to spew anti-black racism. <clears throat> it's an excuse. For people to ride this stop the Asian hate train. So what I'm saying to you is. My brothers and my sisters. Do not fall for this nonsense man. Do not fall for it. I'm telling you. They're trying to run their tricks. This is what they do. They run their tricks. This is what they do. They're running their tricks. They're trying to make it seem like we're going crazy and we're just accusing him of being racist. <clears throat> but we can't let them run their trick on us. And then Andrew Yang, a New York City Senate 
or he's running for the Senate or he's a New York City politician. I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist. The man interacts and works with black people literally all the time. Again, this narrative that we keep pushing just because you have black friends that you're not racist. The narrative that you try to drive, a narrative that we should not be listening to, stop pushing this narrative. We have to stop them from pushing this narrative. The reason being is it's an excuse for, like I said, it's an excuse for people to spew anti-black racist statements. And that's what they do. They make excuses for um for anti-black racism towards us. So, you know, the past year, they've been trying to elevate the Asians. They've been trying to put them in everything. You know how bad it is when you're trying to put You're trying to force everything on people. Like I said, I don't like to be forced anything. If you're forcing something, that means that it that it has no merit if you have to force it on me. It should come natural. So that's not the only one I wanted to talk about. Andrew Yang, he's, you know, he's full of crap. We, we, we don't pay no attention to that bull. Everybody that's defending Joe Rogan, take them butter biscuits. Take them butter biscuits, butter them up. And let it clog your arteries, you bastards. Because <clears throat> it's it's ridiculous how y'all are and how y'all so quick to promote this, this fool. And when the cops is killing young black people, I don't hear nothing from these people. I didn't hear nothing from none of these dudes like Jay Prince. I didn't hear nothing from Jay Prince when when Amir Locke got killed. But as soon as Joe Rogan is brung out the closet as being a closet of anti-black racist. Oh, you stepping in front of the train. You, you, you stepping in the front of the line for him. Okay, bruh. Keep it pushing, man. These dudes, man. I ain't worrying about these dudes, man. That's what they do. So... The biggest thing I wanted to get into tonight was, what's her name? Nora, Nora, AKA Aquafina. So, and this is why um, I think on Wednesday that she's the reason why, like I, I should think on Wednesday, I'm going to do this, this, um, this minority thing. I'm going to have a real conversation about minorities. Okay. So if y'all don't know, I'll give y'all a little background. 
of Aquafina. She came over here. Um, she'd been out for about 10 years. She was a rapper. Uh, and she basically, her claim to fame was having a black scent or being a menstrual show or being a stereo or, or a stereotype in black people. So people called her out for it. She never apologized. She just had this backward ass answer where she was stuttering and she never really gave an answer. They're nominating her for um, NAACP image awards and all these type of things. But this, this is her, this stuff, when they was talking trash about her it was in September. When people was calling her out, they've been calling her out for, for years. It just came up when she was in a movie. Um, Shang-Chi and the and the and the um the rings or whatever it's called. It was a pretty good movie. But they've been calling her out for years. So somebody finally said something to her. And I tell my people, this is why we have to start gatekeeping our culture. She came over here and became a millionaire off for our culture. The black scent, being a menstrual show, being stereotypical. So this is what she had to say. Mind you, September, we talking about five months ago. Going on five months. So... This is what she had to say in response to her having a black scent. There's a social political context to everything, especially the historical context of African-American of the African-American community in this country. First off, stop calling me African-American. I'm a black American. I'm a foundational black American. I'm a freedman. I'm a descendant of American slavery. Stop it. Don't call me that. Is a group that is disappointed. Dis- proportionately affected by institutionalized policies and law enforcement policies, all the while having historical and routinely seen their culture stolen, exploited, appropriated by the dominant culture for monetary gain. I'm going to stop you there. She's saying all this, but you are one of those people that came over here and, 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 and was put in a position for monetary gain off of black people. You appropriated our culture and made money off of it and had a show on on uh, Comedy Central. I never even heard of this chick until a few years ago. So, let's get back to what she said. Uh, monetary gain without acknowledgement nor respect for those... No, no, hold on. Because she can't write. No respect for where those roots come from. The pioneers of his beginnings and the artists that perfected, perfected and mastered the craft. It is a problem we still see today, though some may pass it off as a convoluted mixture of the internet, TikTok slang generation, um, the liberal, the users of A A A V E. I don't I'll get into that when I do my um, my minority um, episode to add that hip hop, a genre of music that is beloved across the country, 
has now anchored itself as a mainstream genre of music history and in life, linguistic acclimation, immigration acclimation, and inevitable passage of globalized internet slang all play a factor in fine line between offense and pop culture. But as a non-black POC, person of color, see, when they say these type of things, that is very calculated. It is very, very, very calculated. When they say those type of things, you have to be wary of those type of things. I stand by the fact that I will always listen and work tirelessly to understand the history and the context of AAVE. What is deemed appropriate or backwards towards the progress of any and every marginalized group, but I must emphasize to mock, belittle, or to be unkind in a way possible at the suspense of others is simply not my nature. It never has and it never was. My immigrant background allowed me to carve an American identity off the movies and TV shows I watched. The children I went to public school with and my undying love and respect for hip-hop. Okay. every But see, the big you know my biggest problem with these types of people is they, they bring everything back to music. We have a culture beyond music. And hip-hop to be exact. I think as a group, Asian Americans are still trying to figure out what the journey means for them. What is the correct and where they don't belong? And though I'm still learning and doing that personal work, I know for sure that I want to spend the rest of my career doing nothing but uplifting our communities. We do this first by failing, learning, acknowledging, hearing and empathizing. And I will continue to tirelessly do just that. So, oh, she really don't be on social media. Yeah, she she don't be on social media. She hasn't been on social media damn near three years. But what she said was a bunch of nothing. You waited five months for this backhanded, quote-unquote, apology when you didn't apologize not one time. But anyway, the gist of what she was saying was, I hear y'all, but I don't care because I'm Asian, I'm an immigrant, and I'm still trying to find my way. I'm just going off of what I've seen in TV. And, 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 and that's essentially what she said was I'm going off what I've seen in, on TV and the shows that I've watched. She don't give a damn about who she's offending. She doesn't care about none of that. That is not that does not concern her. The only time they care is when their bottom line is affected by it.
Hold on, y'all. I'll be right back. back y'all she didn't care she didn't care about offending people they don't care about offending people it's only a problem they only speak out when people call them out so she's claimed that she's never offended anybody that's not what she was meant to do and she's still learning but she said And I quote, I don't want to do, I don't want to do a stereotypical Asian role. That's what she said. I don't want to do a stereotypical Asian role where y'all stereotype us. I'm not doing that type of role, but it's okay for you to stereotype Black folks. It's okay for you to stereotype black folks. But when it comes to y'all, y'all can't be y'all can't be stereotyped. You know what I'm saying? So these are the people we have to stop this nonsense. We have to stop this crap. We gotta stop it. We gotta stop this bull crap, man. Where we are giving these people a pass. We got to stop it. We got to stop it, man. And it's it's really getting on my nerves. got to stop it. We got to stop giving these people a pass. We have to stop giving these people a pass. We got to stop supporting them. Stop supporting them. 
it was a good movie, but I'll never watch it again just based off the fact of her. I won't watch it again because of her. Because we got to let these people know. They come into our neighborhoods. They build in these million dollar stores or hundred, two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar stores. These empires that they build with the big hair stores all around. And then they make all these millions of dollars off of us. And then it's Asian hate because people in San Francisco was just doing random things. And the cops just letting these people do random things. To me, like I said, those Asian hate crimes and other stuff is a setup, man. In San Francisco, they put a memo out and said, like, listen, it's going to be a lot of crime this weekend, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, how do y'all know it's going to be a lot of crime that weekend? So they're robbing people and they, oh, it's just black folks. It's just black folks. Oh, man. This shit that's happening to these people is not an Asian hate crime. It's a, a random robbery. They're robbing people. They've been robbing the, 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 the police department, San Francisco PD or whatever they're called out there, said it's going to be a string of robberies. They was robbing the malls. They're just randomly robbing people, man. We got to stop the bull crap, man. Just stop it. Stop supporting these people. Over in China, they kicking black people out of McDonald's. Kicking all the black people out of McDonald's. You too black to be in here, darky. Over in Nigeria, the, the Chinese people that had the people mining... They got this boy tied up to a, a branch in there, whipping them and beating them. But it stopped Asian hate. We got to realize this. We got to stop this nonsense. Stop this bullshit. You know what I mean? Stop supporting these people. And listen, man. Stop Asian hate. It's the biggest farce I've seen in American history. They didn't got rep- they didn't got a form of reparations. They didn't put money to the side. All these type of things for these people. We've suffered for 400 years and can't get nothing. But that's Biden for you. But I'm going to get deeper into Biden on my, on uh, Wednesday when I do the minority episode. So I'm going to take a day's rest and I'm going to hit y'all with some more heat. Um, I love y'all. I'm about to be out of here. Um, everybody, like I said, man, the midterms is coming up. 
make the right decision and sit on your vote. Don't give your vote to these people. Um, just make a, a conscious decision to vet the candidates. But um, listen, man, I'm out of here. I love y'all. The brothers, the sisters, the family. Peace. I'm gone.